Welcome to our backyard. This is the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We are two friends having a discussion after everyone else has passed out or gone to bed. Grab a drink and listen as we discuss everything from automation, space exploration, and why the meaning of life is 42. The night on the 18th of June, 1875, in the Liberty area of Dublin, people awoke to screaming animals, cows, pigs, horses, out on the street just screaming with the faint smell of smoke. People ran outside to see that Malone's malt house and storehouse on Chamber Street was ablaze and a liquid spilling out over the streets, spreading fire. That liquid was 5,000 barrels of whiskey, which were 5,000 hogsheads, like what you think of when you think of a cask, like the wooden barrel, which is the equivalent to 315,200 U.S. gallons, or, Mike, for your metric people, 1,193,000 liters. I'm so happy you did metric. And why do I feel like I either need Irish whiskey or Guinness right now? So the cause of this fire was unknown, but the people heard it and they started running away because it was, as the whiskey was moving through the streets, because it's a liquid, everything it touched was starting to burn. So this it started around 4.35 in the morning, but it lasted all night. And the Dublin Fire Brigade came to attempt to put it out. But they're trying to put out each house, but by the time they maybe put out a house or got the occupants out, more houses were on fire. The fires continued to rage through Dublin. People were running in the streets. Animals were running everywhere, screaming. People were frantically running into buildings, taking out all the furniture and kids and whatever, putting it outside to run to the next building to keep moving everything away from the fire. The Dublin Fire Brigade worked pretty hard. The uh, Dublin Fire Brigade captain, the first captain of the new Dublin Fire Brigade, Captain James Robert Ingram, who was actually a New York City firefighter, but they he came over there to for more work, and he did some pretty ingenious things. So after quickly figuring out that we can't just put this fire out because it's spreading too fast, they decided to try and stop the fire. So they started to dig trenches. Dig trenches use, you know, the stones that are in the street to st- to stem the flow, but it wasn't quite enough. And he was on the right track. This is something that we do today, you know, dig a, a ditch where a flammable liquid or gas can pool in so it doesn't get into the water, stuff like that. But he needed something that would stop it. It's hard to, the, st- the stones and gravel that just had, was too porous to stop the whiskey. Is it bad? So he just, that, you know, is it bad that this is like the most stereotypic Irish way I could think of for a city to start on fire was whiskey barrels. Oh, it gets way better. So eventually, he has an idea. He needs something that's going to stop the flow, absorb everything. What does the city have a ton of? Horse shit. So they gather up all the horse shit that people have been taking off the streets and use that to stop the flow. And then they're able to contain the flood and get everyone out. They made a wall of shit. They made a wall of shit. You don't hear that sentence every day. It went multiple blocks, turning onto multiple streets, destroyed many houses. A lot of animals died because they were the couldn't get out of their pens. But no humans died from the fire due to the excellent work of the 
Dublin Fire Brigade, but also because everyone was alerted because of the sound of the animals woke everyone up or, you know, got people trying to figure out what's going on. But it also created a lot of noise and a lot of people came to watch. (laughs) There were 24 hospitalizations as well as 13 deaths. And these people didn't die from the fire. They died from trying to drink all the free booze that was freely flowing through the streets. I take it back. That is the most stereotypic Irish statement I think I've ever heard. And they, the, there is a reason for that. Uh, it was, it's not the finished product. So it's the grain alcohol. Yeah, pretty much the grain alcohol, very high proof that, that got them. But you would see the newspaper says that there was people laying in the streets without their hat and shoes on because they were using their hat or shoes to scoop up the alcohol and drink it and just lying there because it was so high proof they just got way too fucked up way too fast and so they're they drinking just... ethanol out of their shoes yes that fucking morons so this this is the from the irish examiner they quoted it should be mentioned that in some of the narrow by streets through which much of the liquor from the stores run many of the crowd indulged to excess drinking in some instances cut off their shoes and hats in which they had collected the whiskey but the fires continued to burn all through the night up till two o'clock in the morning so four to two yeah about 10 hours and uh i thought you said it started 4 30 in the morning no i started 4 30 in the afternoon oh okay well i guess you get that uh nice orange blue glow of <laughs> the city being on fire from ethanol yeah they did in other reports people do talk about how from across town you could see the glow of the fire and no one i didn't see any mention of it but i got to imagine that you could smell that oh god the vapors the vapors even if they weren't set on fire the, I, it's, it's just poof yeah so that's uh that's the story of the the dublin whiskey fire when whiskey flowed through the streets of ireland burning houses and killing people from not the not the city blocks going up in flames but the alcohol poisoning so st patrick's day in chicago i believe in, that's i was gonna say nothing burned but that's probably not true. <laughs> i was making a joke of all the alcohol poisoning in uh uh in chicago when that happens when the alcohol rolls through the the city streets I think that would happen anyway. <laughs> All right, touche, touche. Be pulling, be pulling shoes out. How desperate are you for a bottle, Nick? How desperate? Not desperate enough to drink out of my shoe, but those are different times. Well, that's all I had. She had anything else? No. Just seems during these time period, everyone handled fires very differently because there was no standard and cities are different in each way. But uh, boy, if you were going to write a stereotype about a city burning... You kind of hit the head on the hit the nail on the head on this one, Nick. Yeah, it's too good not to share. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram and Backyard Philosophy Podcast on Facebook.